Welcome to our Oahu Cap Commodity Podcast, where we talk about futures and options strategies throughout the week. Our episodes cover a range of topics, including strategies used in institutional hedging of physical commodities, trade finance, managed futures programs, and speculative trade structures using options on futures. So for those of you self-directed traders looking for sophisticated ways to trade futures markets, this is it. All of our content is intended solely for information purposes. We're not making any solicitation to buy, sell, or trade anything. It's education only. We're not endorsing any view, and nothing shown is guaranteed as accurate, or that you'll profit or have limited losses. Past performance is not indicative of future results. All right, so it's Sunday, January 3rd here in Singapore. Welcome to our Wahoo Capital Podcast and wishing all of you a happy New Year's 2021. My name is Derek Cheng. I'm the Managing Director from Wahoo Capital. And what I'm going to cover in this session is mainly speculative strategies using options on futures on three markets. And those are the E-mini S&P, gold, and crude oil. Now, in other sessions, I'm going to talk more about institutional topics like how to hedge price risk. So, for example, maybe your business is importing products or exporting overseas with Asia or Europe, and you're concerned about the changes in exchange rates, and you're trying to figure out ways to manage that risk. Or maybe your business is concerned on raw materials, electricity, or fuel costs, where if they rise, how could it affect your bottom line profits? So we'll look at different ways on how to handle that using the financial markets on hedging. So later, we'll also cover topics like trade finance. If your business has cash tied up in inventory, you need ways to help supplement cash flow well, what kind of solutions are available in the area of commodities? Now, as I go through our podcast, you might want to reference our blog post with images to follow along. I've got graphs and charts with options and probability calculations. So check out our websites over at oahueducation.com. Oahu is the island in Hawaii. It's spelled O-A-H-U and then education.com. Just click on the watch list. Check it out. All right, so let's start off with the E-mini S&P. Now, if you were to reference our blog post on the page, you can see we do have some charts up there and some information. So with the E-mini S&P right now, it had rallied up to all-time highs, 37.48.75, and there was a late-day rally in the last trading session with weekly jobless claims better than expected, and volatility has gone up since around mid-month in December. So, you know, just taking a look at just some general charts, which you can get off our website, you can see again, the rise in price and bump in volatility. We have listed the latest, the biggest, and the busiest in terms of a snapshot with the world of options spreads. So you can actually see what's the most actively traded spreads are on top of our website. And so when you're taking a look at that and what we've shown, what's really interesting is we show, for example, here, a bear put spread. Now, if you take a look at the list that we have on our site, it's actually courtesy of our friends over at Shift that shows all this wonderful information. But on our charts, if you take a look at the actual diagram that we have for a bear put spread, what you can really see is just how much of a crap shot it is. Now, again, this is the 2,900 March put that's being sold against the 3,000 March put, which is now purchased. And on that, I believe it's close to about a $4 debit. Now, while this looks really attractive to some, because you know, obviously if prices go up for something like this, it's a very far out bear put spread, you don't really lose a lot of money on the upside if prices continue to rise. But you know, in terms of actually running something or making something of it, 
you know, it's really just kind of a crap shot. I've also shown below that another spread that's more shown, which is the one by two put spread, which is also an interesting kind of spread. But again, with that type of position or strategy, you know, if prices were to fall off in the opposite direction, you do have a possibility of some fairly good losses associated with it. Now, the two alternate spreads that I'd like to suggest, and I have this actually again shown up on our blog, is we have what we call a broken wing butterfly, and we also have a calendar put spread. And there's differences between the two. When you take a look at what we're showing here, for the broken wing put butterfly, it's designed to be where if prices were to continue to rise, you could actually build on top the actual spread itself. If it were to fall, you've got a lot of room before you'd have to make any type of adjustments to it. And the good thing about it in terms of a broken wing butterfly is that it does have what we call positive vega and positive time decay. The positive time decay is really cool because that way you can actually hold on to the spread without having to worry about the position eroding against you. Generally speaking, when you buy options, you have what we call negative theta. And what that means, you have time decay working against you. In other words, as you hold the spread, you're actually losing money just due to the amount of time that's being lost on the options before they expire. In terms of the calendar spread, it's a little bit different. I have this actually going towards the downside because as an index were to sell off, generally speaking, what happens is implied volatility tends to rise. And the way we've worked the mechanics of this trade, and I won't go into the actual Greek variables, that's something we tend to get into in actually our classes and so forth. But generally speaking, what happens is with a calendar spread here, the way we have it positioned is um, on the downside, if prices were to fall and implied volatility were to rise, you have an extra way of earning on top of the actual direction of the trade. So those are two things that we have, and you're welcome to take a look at those again from the watch list on our site. Now, if you're interested in learning a little bit more about the energy markets or the gold markets, go back to the watch list on our website. You can check those out. I've got some blog posts on those, and we'll save commentary for those episodes on another date. All right, so that basically wraps up things for this particular episode. On the next episode, we're going to take a closer look at some other topics as related to managed futures and some hedging. As always, we'd like to thank our friends over at Speedspot, which is at blog.feedspot.com. Thank you very much for joining us, and we look forward to talking to you then. Take care. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of our Oahu Cap Commodity Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, or leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. We'll catch you next time.